0: This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor, Scott & White Health. Neil and everyone here would like to thank all the good folks on the front line. The ones we see and the ones we don't see. We appreciate your hard work, keeping us healthy and hopeful in these tough times. And now, here's
1: Neil. Indeed we do. Thank you, Stuby, very, very much. And welcome to our second hour for today. I enjoy doing this, and I enjoy having you there. We have all open lines right now, so good time to fill them up again like we did last hour. The uh, time is uh, just a little bit, uh, six, seven minutes now after nine o'clock. In case you're trying to make a church service, it is Central Standard Time once again. And the phone number is 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Noreen. This nine-year-old Labrador retriever mix is searching for a foster home. Noreen came to the SPCA of Texas as a stray, so not much is known about her life before coming to us, it says here. While at the shelter, she's been stealing the hearts of everyone she meets with her loving and affectionate Mm -hmm. personality. Noreen is heartworm positive, but that's not a big negative. She's looking uh, for a foster home while she undergoes treatment. Heartworms are not contagious, and the SPCA of Texas will provide her treatment and supplies at no cost to her fosters. This sweet, gentle girl will brighten up any home and is a joy to be around. She's even eligible for Foster to adopt, which means you can let her join your family permanently if you fall in love with her like they think you will. She's waiting to meet you at the Jan Reese jones Animal Care Center in Dallas. To learn more about Noreen and to schedule a time to meet her, please email foster at spca.org. Foster at spca.org, and that's Noreen, N-O-R-E-E-N. You, just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Noreen has been spayed, microchipped, and she's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines. She'll be waiting for her new forever family at the SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive. That's at I-30 west of Hampton Road. The Jan Reese jones Animal Care Center is open for adoptions every day from noon until 6. Animals are available for by walk-in, on a first-come, first-served basis, appointments are also available for select animals. They invite you to browse the SPCA of Texas available animals at spca.org/find-a-pet. spca.org/find-a-pet. That's where you can find Noreen. Visit spca.org/dog-adopt to inquire about a dog, or spca.org/cat-adopt. To inquire about a cat that's noreen and again if you're interested in helping foster her email foster at spca.org hope we can get some help for her Look forward to hearing some positive remarks back. Sponsored by Baylor, Scott and White Health. They sponsored this entire hour and they sponsored that report. Gardeners know how much work it takes to keep a garden happy and healthy. And I'd like to take some time to talk about another group of incredibly hardworking people, not just gardeners. These are people who keep us happy and healthy. There are beloved healthcare workers who are out there on the front line. They have the hardest job of all, and we owe each and every one of them a giant thank you. They need to hear that thank you for never giving in. Thank you for never settling for good enough. It's not easy to protect us from COVID, but we see you showing up every day and giving every ounce of your energy. And to you, my listener, remember that there are plenty of ways that you and I can show your appreciation to the front line. Get yourself vaccinated and wear your mask those are small things to ask those are great ways to show your support and share those messages on social media one more big thank you to baylor scott and white health especially to the front line thank you for all that
0: you do to keep us all safe thank you Maintaining a garden isn't easy, but it's nothing compared to what healthcare care workers are facing. We join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying thank you to the front line. Thank you for working hard every day and for going all in to protect all of us. And now, back to Neil.
1: All right, Stuby, thank you very much. And um, I want to finish up with the commentary I was making with Linda in North Dallas. She's not on the line anymore, uh, but um, writing a note down here. Um, the uh, trees that could give her some something nice to look at in a wooded backyard where she's taken out hackberries, I would add in to the uh, red buds and the Warren's red possum haw holly and the dwarf magnolias. They are evergreen, and they would block the view 12 months a year if they were not in the right spot. It's all in how you how you frame the view as opposed to blocking the view. But also Mexican plum would be very pretty and it's native and it would look at home in that kind of a setting. So I wanted to mention that. Another one that is a large shrub that is native and would be very pretty in that kind of a setting would be rusty blackhaw viburnum. It blooms about the time that dogwoods are blooming and it has little... Uh, clusters of, of white flowers, so it would look at, at at home and would be very pretty, and it can handle that amount of sunlight. Rusty Blackhaw, H-A-W, it's all one word, Blackhaw Viburnum. So, those are some things. Alright, so let's go back to our phone lines. we we'll go to Bob in Arlington. Bob, this is Neil. Good uh, good morning.
2: Yeah, Good morning, Neil. I love your show. Thank and you. I would, I'd like to ask you your opinion on uh Doing deep root fe- deep root feeding on a 25 year old live oak, is it necessary? Is it? I've had I've had a couple of arborists out to give me some uh, uh, estimates on trimming, and a couple of them told me I should be deep root root feeding that tree.
1: You should be feeding it. Um, I- I don't know what the. I do know what it means, but I'm going to I'm going to pretend ignorance. I don't know what the term deep root feeding means, because the roots of any tree are in the top foot of soil, so that word deep is is kind of a an enigma as far as I'm concerned. If you are applying fertilizer to the surface of the soil, uh, and then watering that fertilizer in, I think that's adequate. If you're putting it in the top two or three inches as a liquid fertilizer with some kind of an injecting device, that would be fine, but if you're sticking some kind of rod down into the ground more than a couple of inches, then you're missing a lot of the important feeder roots. Um, Nature equipped trees uh, with surface roots to, number one, to anchor the tree so it won't blow over. Uh, Tap roots don't do that um, necessarily, and secondly, to compete with grass. Uh, grass roots are at the surface, tree roots need to be at the surface, so when it rains, they compete for water, and when there's nutrition, they compete for the nutrients. And so 90% of any tree's roots are in the top foot of soil, so that's where you want to put the fertilizer. Uh, you can do that yourself. They, the tree needs to be fertilized, whether it right. needs to go deeply into the ground or not is, is what I'm hearing, and, and the answer to that part is no but something needs to go on top of the ground or, or near the top of the ground.
2: Yeah, I mean, I fertilize it when I fertilize my yard, you know.
1: Yeah, you, you got need- kind of, yeah, there you are. You're, you're louder now. Yeah, if you fertilize when you're fertilizing your yard and assuming you're not using a weed and feed fertilizer, everything is wonderful. <laughs> that's what I do.
2: Okay, well, that's what I want to know because, uh, you know, I heard two people tell me that. and I just thought maybe they are just trying to drum up some (laughs) business. Well,
1: if if I were an arborist and and my job was to take really good care of your trees, I'm not being paid to to fertilize your yard. And I come out and I see a a tree that looks like it could use a little more vigor, I'm going to suggest that I fertilize your trees. I don't have any problem with that. I I would have a problem if, if they said to you, I need to use this rod and stick it way down deep in the ground. So, yeah. you know, that's where you have to decide you can say to them, I you know what I'm going to be I'm going to be fertilizing my lawn. Let me try it that way first and we'll yeah. go from there. Now, if they say yeah, but there's another thing that we need to be adding uh because it uh, is deficient in such and such, then maybe there's a, a cause, but I I think uh to a a fair degree uh Tree fertilization can be handled if you're if you're feeding your lawn anyway. If you're doing that, that probably is adequate for most shade trees.
2: Okay, yeah, I just, yeah, I just brought up that I uh, had had a little bit of trouble coming back this winter because of that deep freeze that we had. That's
1: and a so, different. That's yeah, and that's a very different yeah. set of circumstances. See, you didn't mention that before, and and trees that are wounded by the cold really were hurt but again putting fertilizer way down in the soil is not going to help that at all those those trees just need that's not a nutrient deficiency that caused that those trees just need some time to heal and some of them are not going to be able to heal the damage was done to the trunks not to the roots
2: right yeah okay thank you very much you're
1: welcome very much appreciate the call yeah we don't need to push those trees to grow any faster we need to give them time to to, uh, to heal. so Okay, we'll come to uh, Ivan with a question I have never been asked before. 450,000 questions. Never had this one before. I'll let you wait and we'll see 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 if that pans out. I think it is. Um, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my book. It's on sale until the 15th of November. It will still be a bargain after that, but not like this. Uh, I put the sale on earlier this year because I wanted to get these in your hands in time. Everybody the uh, all the the delivery services uh the national big delivery services postal service everybody saying hey we can't get enough manpower we are running it's going to be it's going to be crazy out there so I want to get the books delivered earlier than normal and and here is what I'm offering you it's the same kind of a deal I've had a couple of years prior First book is 36.95. That's regular price. Second and third books come at a discount, but it's a better discount than ever because I'm trying to get as many people excited to buy early as possible. Last year I had 2,000 orders placed in the last two weeks before Christmas, and it, it was a killer to try to get those signed and boxed and taken to the post office. That all came to me. My wife had broken her shoulder And I chuckle because it's a painful chuckle, and it was really painful for Lynn. So we're trying to do this ahead of time. Um, So here is what you'll be getting. You'll be getting a gift that you can give to anybody in Texas. This book is written for every county in Texas. I self-published it so I could have my own editor of choice, Carolyn Skye, and my own graphic designer of choice, Cindy Smith. The three of us put this book together. 344 pages, 840 of my photographs. It's on a high-quality paper, hardback, Printed in Texas by Clear Visions in San Antonio. I sign every copy as it sells, and uh, that uh, that takes a while. It takes a long while if there are two thousand of them, because the next step is then put them in boxes, and um, and get them to the post office. So that's why I have put this special up through November 15. 36.95 the regular price for the first copy second and third copies sent at the same time to the same mailing address just $31 per book satisfaction is completely guaranteed or i'll refund every penny 70,000 books sold so far no request for refund Now, the book is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. How do you buy it, you say? Well, you either call my office Monday through Friday. This week, it'll be Tuesday through Friday. Or you go to my website. That's the preferred way, the better way. But the office number is 800-752-GROW. Again, that's Tuesday through Friday this week, 800-752-4769. The better way is from my website, neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Thank you Pastor Tommy and we invite you to join us at our church. There are four services on Sunday morning of a traditional sort and three contemporaries and then two at the Melissa Church that we helped found and start and all of that is at sharingtheheart.org. In fact the live stream starts at 10:05 at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church downtown McKinney Arborological services, the experts your trees deserve. They really do deserve this. Trees represent the greatest investment you have in your property. And uh, you need to let the experts from Arborological Services care for your trees. They have 12 International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists. Steve Hauser called me the other day to talk to me about two new a certified arborist that he has on his staff. He was like a proud dad telling about his uh, his new hires. He was so excited about them. They, these, are, these folks are all college degree plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters. They know their subjects. And if they're unsure about something on one of their uh, routes that they're working, then they have all this other expertise to fall back on they can ask. Uh, for example, one of their men uh, Russell Peters has a masters degree in oak wilt plant pathology from Texas A&M and if an oak wilt question comes up hey Russ help me with this would you and it's just amazing to watch them work as a team they have tree climbing crews that have taken Texas state championships and represented Texas to the world Texas uh, world tree climbing championship 20 different years uh, Miguel Pastanez is an 11-time winner. He leads the crew that comes to our house. It's fascinating to watch them work, and it is comforting to know that they are the best it gets. That's Arborological Services, A-R-B-O-R-I-L-O-G-I-C-A-L, totally phonetically spelled. Arborological.com is the website, 866-552-7267. They are uh, totally a a local company, DFW area, 866-552-7267. Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc., Twitter, at The Tree Experts. It's Arborological Services,
0: 866-552-7267. Gardeners are all about keeping plants healthy and protected, and the same should go for our loved ones. Together with Baylor Scott & White Health and the hardworking healthcare care front line, we urge you to get the shot, mask up, and stay safe. And remind your family and friends to do the same. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, StuBee, very much. Let's go back
1: to the phone lines. We go to Ivan in Fort Worth with three straight uh, Fort Worth calls. Ivan, this is
3: Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, sir. Um, I have got some, uh, collard greens that I planted, not this spring, but last spring. And they continue to grow even through the freeze that we had this year. Wow. And four feet tall, I've been harvesting them regularly and, and I was amazed that they survived the winter we had last year and, uh, I've, I've, I've always plowed them up and Planted, planted fresh ones every spring, but this year they, uh, they're they quite prolific. I'm surprised. Are they not bitter? No, they're not bad at all. Good. They're not bad at all. The stalks are like two and a half, three inches, and they're almost four feet tall, and they're producing leaves, and I'm cut them off and cook them.
1: Well, there you go. How can I help
3: you? Have you ever heard of uh, collard greens going on and on and on and on?
1: Uh, the whole uh, cabbage family. It's not uncommon for um, uh, kale and some of the others to to persist uh, through that cold spell. I'm surprised, but um, and and through a summertime, I'm kind of surprised. But I don't grow collard greens. But it uh, nothing much surprises me anymore. You know, Ivan. <laughs> it's just. I'm, I'm, I've am i been gardening for a long time, so nothing much surprises me there. I'm a great-grandfather. Nothing much surprises me there. It's just you You get All enough right. years under your belt, you just say, oh, that's that's interesting. This one is odd, though, for it to have survived the February cold spell. Most stuff just melted away. But enjoy <laughs> them as long as you can. There's going to come a time when they'll be tough as, as two-by-fours, I would think.
3: Right, right. Well, the other question was, I've got a, a a maple tree in my front yard, and I've had a problem with tree bores. and The arborist told me he needed to uh, do some treatments on it, and I probably should have done that. Instead, I've been spraying poison on the on the holes that are in the on the uh, some of the limbs, and it uh, seems to have got it under control. But uh, but still, it's well, it's, it's hard easier. to get
1: after bores because they are tunneling within the wood of the tree, and right. a spray that's supplied externally is not going to penetrate those tunnels. Usually there's frass within the tunnel or, or sap that's congealed, mm-hmm. and so uh, it's it's really hard. The sprays are, as much as anything, the old sprays that we've used have been intended to prevent any additional bore invasion. Uh, you might want to take a very supple wire like a, a soft paper clip, and open it up and run it up into the tunnels and see if you can skewer anything or if they're empty now. And right. uh, that that may be the, the best thing you can do. Borers in in maples are are a lot of times not the primary beginning problem. They're an indication that there was another problem, usually sun scald. They're very common in maples uh, the third, fourth, fifth year after the tree has been planted or later. Um when there has been sun scald and, and uh, the bark has been lost and the tree is uh, suffering decay on, on the sunny side of the trunk, and then you'll see borers move in there. But huh. um, So they're, they're often not the... It's not like a peach tree borer that will move into a healthy peach tree um, or a cottonwood borer that moves into a healthy cottonwood tree. In the case of maples, they move in because they're invited in by other problems. Well,
3: this tree is uh, probably... Thirty-five years old, maybe even older, and uh, well, it they may have be a-
1: declining then at that age. What kind of maple is it? Is it silver maple? Silver. Yeah, yeah. and that may be red-headed wood borers. Are these small holes, tiny size of a yeah, pencil? Yeah, small. Yeah. Well, that's the red-headed wood borer, and it's an opportunistic uh, borer that moves in when a tree is uh, is declining pretty rapidly. I'd have Mm -hmm. your arborist uh, look at that and and see if there's a a threat that the tree's in distress, pretty bad distress.
3: Are you familiar with, do you know Matthew Clemens? No. He's got an arbor uh, tree service that he Look for
1: yeah, and I, I I can't speak to it, I don't know. Uh look for a certified arborist. Hopefully he is a Fine. certified arborist. If he is, that's that's what you're looking for. Hey, I gotta move, but hopefully that'll Thank you that'll much. help. You betcha. Thank you for calling. I appreciate that. Um Joe in Fort Worth, How to Kill a Crepe Myrtle, I can help you with that. Hang on, I, I, I need to get to the newscast at the bottom of the hour and you'll be first up on the other side. And Lisa in Fort Worth also, I'll help you. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, they've been Texas' premier roofing contractor since just about day one when they started. This is a second generation family business and that means that they are doing things right. More than 100,000 roofs installed. You know, just think about that. This is not like 100,000 cars washed. This this is a job to, to put a roof on a house or on a business. That's a lot of roofs the uh, the the fact is it takes a long time to do a roof and to do it well like they do they did our roof it took several days and they did a beautiful job they're very very careful when they when they redid our roof we had had hail damage and didn't know it uh, we were not at home when it happened and there hadn't been a lot of tree damage. And so I just didn't realize, and maybe there had been damage from some other time. Our roof wasn't that old. It was 10 years old. But they came out, went up on our roof, took a look, and said, you have significant damage. We kind of suspected we did because we were beginning to get some leaks through the ceiling and that's when I called them and and sure enough. So anyway they can they can come back with whatever kind of roof you like and want. Composition, clay and concrete tile, metal roof, slate roof. They can tell you if, you're, uh, if your uh, support is strong enough for one of the heavier roofs, whatever it is, they will they will show you where you are able to upgrade to a longer lasting uh, roof. In our case, they took us to a forty year roof. I think that's the right phrasing, and it actually saved us on our insurance and so it didn't end up costing us very much in the long run at all and gave us a much better roof with contiguous, continuous continuous uh, ridge vents we are thrilled with the roof we got from Wortham brothers roofing and i think you will be too they are the company i'm proud to recommend the roofing company it's been on our roof Wortham brothers roofing call today Call tomorrow, 972-562-5788. 972-562-5788. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, wbroofing.com.
4: Your latest news, traffic, and weather. It's good to just keep you in the know. Available on your smart devices. All you have to do is ask. Hey, Google, play WBAP.
1: You need to get my electronic newsletter if you're not getting it already. It's uh, it's kind of like an old-fashioned garden section. It is as timely as about 30 minutes before it goes out. I am still editing and adding things in and changing things that uh, suddenly have become untimely. Niels e eGardens. Five stories always. A featured plant of the week. A featured question of the week that has come up repeatedly. And gardening this weekend where I point out the things that you need to be doing. And then one or two other stories. Uh, This coming week, we'll have a wonderful story from Diane Sitton down in southeast Texas, and this involves uh, just a great tour that she made of Galveston. You're going to enjoy eGardens. If you look at the uh, sign-up page right now, you can see a special eGardens that I did just two days ago on houseplants. I owed one because we missed one a couple weeks ago for uh, just reasons I won't get into right now but anyway I I promised an extra edition and that was said uh, night before last and it was uh well let's see it was Thursday night two nights ago two and a half and it was all on house plants just I think you'll find it very useful. So go to Neil. This is where you sign up. It's free and always will be, and I'll never spam you, and I certainly am not going to give or sell your email address to anybody, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, Go to neilsperry.com and click on the eGardens tab, and that's where you can see the recent issue. Of eGardens, and that's where you sign up so it will come directly to your email box from that point on at n-e-i-l-s-p-e-r-r-y dot com. Click on eGardens.
5: 99
3: years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP and WBAP.com.
5: A Dallas resident died this morning in an apartment fire. I'm Dennis Martin. ...at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com.
3: WBAP first.
5: Traffic and weather. On the rise. A construction project is closed east and westbound I-30's HOV lanes... ...between Center Street and President George Bush Turnpike. If you were lucky, that could be uh, picked up by the end of this year. Construction blocks Highway 67's HOV lanes both directions... Between Loop 12 Leadbetter and Camp Wisdom Road, that one might be finished by the end of next year. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. And now the WBAP forecast. Today, sunny, warm, high 73. Tomorrow, Monday, sunny, a little warmer, high 75. Right now, lots of sunshine, 57 degrees. A resident of northeast Dallas died early this morning in an apartment fire. That fire heavily damaged a second-floor apartment at the 11600 apartment complex on Audelia Road. Bodies of a man and a dog were found in the apartment after the flames had been doused. Firefighters say it'll take an autopsy to positively identify the man and determine his cause of death. About half the apartments in that 16-unit building suffered severe fire, smoke, and water damage. Tarrant County is receiving its first allocations of the kid-sized Pfizer vaccines that the CDC officially approved for children ages 5 to 11. It's in
0: two buckets, one from DSHS, one from the federal government that goes directly to the pharmacies. Combined together, we're going to get about 60,000 doses over the next week or two. They're sending it in waves, so it's not all going to arrive in in one day. There's three waves that's supposed to arrive.
5: Public Health Director Vinny Taneja says 60,000 shots for Tarrant County kids is a good start. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day. Stay informed with News Talk 820, WBAP, 99.5 FMHD2, and WBAP.com. Buckets.
1: he said buckets. I guess it means something different to a gardening talk show. Anyway, okay. That's good. Get your vaccine. Get your, we have a grandson who is 10 who has been waiting and waiting and waiting for his shot. And finally, no one's going to be able to get out and join his classmates. Oh, goodness gracious. Um, so let's talk about sunburst shutters. Thanks for asking. This is, the, uh, this is the company you need to go to if you want the most beautiful windows you ever saw. It's just unbelievable the transformation they will make. If you have Venetian blinds, oh, I'll bet you hate those. We had some old do-it-yourself things. We moved into our house 45 years ago, and and i take you back 11 years ago. We still had the do-it-yourself shutters that I think I installed with the hinges that kind of worked and the the fabric uh, 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 curtains that my wife and mother-in-law had made back in the late 70s and oh they were stiff as boards and needing to be changed and all that came out and sunburst shutters went in and oh my gosh it wasn't just because we had the worst of all things just because of age but because these are the best of all things it just was such a pleasant change and you just will be thrilled let them bring samples out to your house and hold them up in the window and you get a you'll get a an idea of how nice they're going to look and they'll work with you these are great people that you'll be talking to and working with they uh, would welcome you to come to their showroom they have a showroom it's right there in their factory but it's really better to let them bring the samples to your windows and see how they will look in your house and they can help guide you as to whether two and a half three and a half or four and a half inch louver size will look the best. These are polywood. It's a man-made material. It's not wood, so they don't crack or warp or split or peel. These are custom made to every window in your home, not just uh, not just stock size. Uh, granted, your windows are probably all the same size, or many of them are. I mean, you, you bought 30 by 48 inch windows, and they were the, exactly that when they were uh, built but when they were put into the into the windows into the house they were taped and bedded and that's when they vary so sunburst shutters takes all of that into consideration and then they make a shutter for that window no shape is a problem for them arches in the windows no problem they do it all and they're so good to work with so take a look And uh, make your decision. You'll find that they're very affordable, and they are just the next thing to permanent. And uh, you'll love them as much as we do. Sunburst Shutters. Take a look at the website, sunburstshutters.com. Also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. 214-343-2601. sunburstshutters.com, 214-343-2601.
2: If you're back in the
0: office or working from home, feel free to listen on your computer at WBAP.com. Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk 820,
1: WBAP, WBAP WBAP.com. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks really helpful hardware folks who will greet you when you come in the door, ask how they can help you, and then make sure that they do help you so that you'll succeed in your job that you're doing in the project you're working on. Ace is the place for grilling with people who really know and love grilling. Ace is the place with all the great brands for grilling. Traeger, Weber, Big Green Egg, Kamado Joe, and more. Let them show you the choices. You'll love grilling while the weather is so beautiful. Oh, today. Ace is the place for all of your grills and accessories and fuel needs this holiday season. And you get free assembly and delivery on grills and accessories, totaling over $399 for Ace Rewards members. See your local Ace Hardware store for help in picking just the right grill for your needs. Ace stores, are parts of our neighborhoods. Each is owned by a member of the community, so you're getting help from people you already know. They're your neighbors. They're your friends. That's Ace. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks.
0: You don't just want your garden to grow. You want it to flourish. Much like our hopes for living in a world without COVID. Let's join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying a big old thank you to the front line. They're doing what it takes to keep hope flourishing. And we need that now more than ever. And now, back to Neil.
1: Thank you, Steubie. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have one line open right now, and we'll have time to get to you. If you'll call 800-288-WBAP. That's 800-288-9227. Joe is in Fort Worth. Joe, this is Neil. Thank you for waiting.
6: Good morning, Miss Sperry. Yes, sir. Um, I have something that's probably not your forte, but uh, I have some crepe myrtles out here that I, I, I mean, I'm not a fan of crepe myrtles in the first place, but. Uh, the, Where the roots go and stuff, there's crepe myrtles popping up from the roots, and and I need to know how to kill them. I've tried everything. I've taken a, a half inch drill bit, come out there and uh, drilled into the base of it, poured straight concentrated Roundup. Uh, I've dumped diesel fuel on them. Yeah, uh, okay, I can. I can I help
1: I- you. You're doing the right thing, but you're using the wrong materials. Um, how long ago did you cut the plants off at the ground?
6: Uh, well, so we've been here for about a year. About a year. All right.
1: Uh, I would make fresh. I don't know that you can make fresh cuts if they're cut right at flush with the ground. You probably probably cannot. But I would at least go back into the old drill holes next spring. Don't do this now; they're, they're not active right now. But in February or March, probably March. I would use your half inch bit again and, and freshen up those holes and then I would pour broad-leafed weed killer with two four D in it. Roundup is a grass okay. killer. The original Roundup is a grass killer and diesel is not carried out through the, the roots the way you want it to be. So use That's a good. use a broadleafed weed killer at full strength. Just pour it in and make sure that you don't have that you don't crack the, the, the stump, that you don't Create a leak out into the ground, and yeah. fill that reservoir with the broadleaf weed killer. Let it soak in, and uh, a day or two later, come back and fill it again if you wish. That will, uh-huh. and and you may need more than one of those if it's a great big stump. Uh, you would need. Yeah, that's, uh, they're
6: pretty good size.
1: Yeah, you would want more than more than uh, just the one, but that's okay. that's exactly what you will do. I, I did that many summers with my dad, who was the state herbicide research scientist for texas a&m not on crepe myrtles but on uh, poisonous uh, brush out in west texas
6: yeah I was I was just about to the point of just letting my wife take care of them because she can kill just about anything. So
1: you had to get that one yeah. in, didn't you? Yeah. I had to get
6: that one. <laughs> you'll be you. you'll be
1: dining by yourself today.
6: <laughs> sure right. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. You're
1: welcome. Thanks for the call. Good luck with it. Appreciate it. Let's go to Lisa in Fort Worth. Lisa, this is Neil. Good morning.
6: Uh, hi, how
4: are you? I'm
1: well. Thank you.
4: Uh. I called a couple of weeks ago about my brown turkey fig and you advised me to put it into the garage. Should I be doing that now?
1: Okay, I don't recall giving that advice. Why did we talk about doing that?
4: Well, I wasn't sure if I should have put it in the greenhouse and you said no should go in the garage.
1: No, I wouldn't I don't think I would have said Mm -hmm. that. I'll look back at Mm -hmm. my notes. Okay. No yeah. problem. I keep notes of all my calls. I don't recall uh, making, I'd never recommend the garage just really? because, okay. it, now, now I might that overnight or something. <laughs> I might, Lisa, I might overnight, you know, if you have a really cold spell and you have a plant that's tender, uh, I might recommend uh, putting it in uh, for 24 hours or something, but not, not for any length of time. I don't see any, any call along that line. Um, okay. But uh, it, why are you not planting it in the ground
4: uh kind of afraid to uh after the i need to think about the whole conversation we had i don't know where my mind was but uh i've got a big greenhouse also my husband came home with a meyer lemon and a lime so it was just kind of three things i wasn't familiar with
1: okay well the meyer lemon and lime will not handle freezing weather especially the lime and, and Meyer Lemon doesn't take much uh, uh, freezing weather. So those you would leave in large pots, and you'll have to shell them in and out of, of the greenhouse. Or if you leave them in pots uh, forevermore, you can move them in and out of the garage, in overnight, and then when it gets above freezing, out in the daytime and back in and back out. That oh. gets kind of laborious as, as far well, north as we are, yeah. um, But but it can be done. Now, the brown turkey fig, you need to get in the ground, and, okay. uh, and, and and perhaps you leave it in the greenhouse over the winter, but then next spring, you need to plant that baby in the ground and, and quit quit shuttling it around, because if it can't make it outdoors, uh, it's, not, it's not a container plant. Figs are not something you want to grow in a pot. Yes, yeah, so
4: I'm getting that, uh, because it dries out really quickly also.
1: I'll bet it does, and plus they get huge. You don't want that, you don't want to try to produce figs in in pots. So it goes in the ground. The variety Celeste is a little bit more winter hardy. Um, And so you might get a second fig and and plant that. Uh, Oh, okay. Anyway,
4: anyway. Tell me if I dreamed this. You said that I should put leaves around it and up around the tops and then cover it with burlap if it were in the ground.
1: That I possibly would have said, but I don't recall the call. I don't have it on okay. my record. I keep a log of all of my calls. You heard really? me say a couple of times this morning. I'm writing something down. That was uh, people I had just talked to that I wanted to make sure I had them in my log. So there are other uh, gardening talk right. shows, and people get confused and and uh, you know think oh, that. no,
4: they've... I only listen to you.
1: All right. Well, thank but, you. I don't but, recall but that, but yes, you do that. want to mulch. You do want to mulch uh, figs. That's a okay. good idea for several reasons and yes so that's a good plan.
4: Okay, but full sun in my greenhouse for all three of those. Any yes. food? Uh,
1: moisture is the most important thing and a, a water soluble uh, complete and balanced fertilizer would be fine but but the fig you don't want to have growing during the winter so you you right. uh, you don't have to fertilize it too much just just keep it moist.
4: It all probably right, got some good it probably will
1: not drop its leaves fully in the greenhouse. It, it, it wouldn't hurt to leave it out until it drops its leaves. Uh, but oh. sitting in the greenhouse won't hurt it over the winter.
4: Fantastic. Thank you right. so much. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> Appreciate
1: the call. Thank you. All right, we'll come back and go to Mike in Pantigo And I uh, probably have time for another call or two if you'd like to call 800-288-9227. That's 800 288 WBAP Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. A, a week from right now I'll be doing the last ad with this special. So in other words, the uh, word of warning is here. Your time is really running out for this special if you want it as a Christmas gift giving idea. Uh, the first copy of my book is regular price. That one is your copy. At thirty six ninety five. You can give it if you wish if you already have the book. The second and third copies instead of thirty six ninety five are thirty one dollars each, almost six dollars. Off the regular price. That's a real deal for you folks, but it is only good until November 15. That allows me time to get them signed and in the mail to you to be received in time. I sign every copy, I box every copy, we take them to the post office, and uh, that's uh, the reason that I need to have them by November 15 so I can get them to you in time. Postal Service is telling us that they are running on a tight schedule as well. So, uh, the special runs out on Tuesday, November 15th. I believe that's Tuesday. Uh, here is what the book is all about. It's, it's, it covers every aspect of gardening outdoors for the whole state of Texas. So if you have somebody on your list that you're buying for and uh, they're in Texas or southern Oklahoma, this book will fit perfectly 344 pages 840 of my best photographs we're just about to finish the fifth printing up the printing has lasted about eight months oh my goodness gracious biggest printing we've had uh, in the in the five printings and uh, it's gone really quickly thank you for that i'm humbled it's a hardback printed on high quality paper i sign each copy as it uh, sells and uh, that's why i need your help in getting this ordered early 11 chapters that cover lawns and landscapes, flowers, fruit, and vegetables. All of that, and it's only $36.95 for the first copy, $31 for the second and third copies sent to the same address. it's not in stores, not on Amazon. Satisfaction completely guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny. Here are the ways you can buy it. Both of them involve my office. One of them is to call the office Tuesday through Friday of this week. And that number is 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way is to order it from my website right now. And that's at neilsperry.com. N E I L S P E R R Y.com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening.
0: supplies helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams
1: great people thank you very very much Whiskey stone you'll love going there let me tell you about mueller right now made in america a lot of talk these days about made in america but i want to tell you about something that's been made in america for almost 100 years 90 years to be precise that's Mueller metal roofing and steel buildings made right here by people who care about quality both of materials and workmanship whether it's a metal roof for your home or a custom steel building or even a shed or a greenhouse For the backyard, Mueller means quality. Mueller has four manufacturing facilities right here in the USA. And with 33 branches for sales and service, there's a Mueller location near you. When you choose Mueller for metal buildings or roofing, you're choosing the best quality products to protect your family and your property. And you're supporting local jobs and local families. These are ordinary, hardworking folks who are proud to provide a product made right here in America a uh, Mueller metal roof and steel buildings, 90 years of making customers' dreams come true. Visit MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com, or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER to find a location near you. That's 877-268-3553. They're Mueller. They're made in America, and they're made to last. Mueller Inc.,
0: com Gardening advice is only helpful when people actually hear it. And the same goes for telling folks about all the things our health care workers are doing to protect us from COVID. So share the word on social media. Remind your friends and family to say thank you to the front line. And now back to Neil. All
1: right, Stuby, thank you very much. And thank you to Baylor, Scott and White. Let's go to Mike in Pantego. Mike, this is Neil. Good morning.
7: Good morning, Neil. A um, yes, couple of questions for you. Uh, we bought a lot that had uh, it's a one-acre lot has mature pecan trees. We removed a structure, and it set directly adjacent to two of these mature con- pecan trees and left a really uh, large hole there that needs to be filled in with about a foot of dirt. It's going to be within the canopy of those trees, and uh, they're recommending part of the dirt to be scraped from the front, also within the canopy only about eight inches will be scraped and then put into the hole and then additional dirt hauled in. So the question is, will this uh, cause any issues with the uh, health of these uh, pine trees?
1: It could kill them. Yeah. It could That's kill them. You could. Yeah. You can add uh, as little as a couple of inches of soil around uh, mature trees and kill them. You need to have a certified arborist uh working alongside you to uh be sure that the the tree's interests are, are protected. Uh my advertiser, I, I I do not make a policy of uh promoting my advertisers in my answers, but it's on my website and on my home page of my website. Um right they would be good or another certified arborist would be good, but you need to have somebody there. Uh, You may need to build a retaining well uh, to accomplish what you need to accomplish and then put a deck across it or a grating or something. But that soil needs to be left at the original grade if at all possible. You can actually remove more soil around a tree than you can add safely. Uh, Not that you want to remove soil, but if you have to remove Uh, because of some kind of a problem with uh, changing of of grade and and water flow or something. Removing soil does less damage than adding soil does.
7: Okay, very good. Thank you for that recommendation. The other question is, there are two uh, peach trees. They're maybe three to four inch trunks, and they're either going to have to be removed, or I was wondering if there's any way I could transplant those that they might survive.
1: You know, yeah, you can. They're trees and trees can be transplanted. It happens all the time. Uh, in all candor, I, I would say that you'll have a three to, a four to five inch. Uh, I'm trying to add an inch to each, each of them, a four to five inch peach tree healthy and vigorous faster starting with a brand new tree than you would from the three to four inch trees. It, it's going to set them back and peach trees are just looking for reasons to be unhappy with us. Um, I I think you'd be better off not spending the money to have them transplanted. I normally wouldn't say that, but with peach trees, you heard me saying earlier uh, to another caller that peaches are are high maintenance to start with, and you're just adding to that. Yeah. Um, They're in the way of a building or something?
7: Well, they're gonna be uh, where a driveway's coming through, yes.
1: That's kind of in the way. Yeah, I get it. Yeah,
7: they're in the way yeah well, if if you man. want to
1: try transplanting them, you can do it. It needs to be done in the winter, and they need to be pruned significantly but then peaches need to be pruned anyway during the winter and and so certainly you can try it but i wouldn't I wouldn't expect them to to be stellar performers after that for several years
6: okay all right Thank i you so I
1: worry so much more about your pecan trees. Guard right. them and protect them and love them and get that certified arborist there to, to work alongside you. That's the most yeah, important great,
7: thing. Great advice. I appreciate that.
1: Thank you, Mike. Thanks for thinking ahead Thank of you. time. Most people wonder what happened to my tree too late. So good luck <laughs> with it. Appreciate the call. Let me go to Pete in Dallas. Pete, I have about a minute. How can I help you?
7: Well, I'll make it quick. I just uh, Speaking of pecan trees, that's exactly what I'm calling. If I only had one in my yard, it'd be one thing, but I got four. So, as far as I'm concerned, I got a crop. Anyway, uh, I'm just wondering what I've got one method that seems to work. It's unsightly because you see aluminum sheeting around the trunks. But uh, my second thought was maybe I'll just bunch up a bunch of bird netting. But I'm trying to keep squirrels out of my trees because I'd, I'd, I'd rather pick up nice shells and shuck them than deal with the stuff that. Squirrels have done with me this year. Do you have any ways of ideas?
1: Yeah, it's it's a real problem. I'm gonna I'm gonna refer you to Aggie Horticulture, the Texas A&M Horticulture website, and let you read up what they have. You're gonna need to make a collar out of sheet metal and and get keep them out in the first place. That can be a temporary thing. It can be banded around the trunks and then removed after the harvest season. But if if there are electric wires or if there are buildings or anything else that gives them access, then that becomes moot. They're a a real problem. They're a real problem. I don't have a magic answer. Folks that got to run, Mike Bass, nice job. Thanks for listening. Happy gardening.